Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Safeguard Insurance Studios. Your hosts, Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, your source for Arkansas high school sports. You are now Between the Mats. And welcome to Between the Mats. I am Matt McJunkins. Alongside me is the man, Matty Wilcox. How you doing, Matty Stats? Great, Junk. Great. How are you? Man, I'm doing awesome. I'm doing awesome. You know, as a Hog fan, it's been a tough couple of weeks. It has been, you know, just typical Hogs, man. They, they build your hopes up and then just break your heart. They do, man. And, you know, everything else is awesome. Yeah. Like all our other football <laughs> stuff is going great. Yeah. There's been some great games across the state. There have been. Uh, kind of some some surprises. Yeah. Uh, our guys are playing awesome right yeah. now. Uh, the uh, the third grade Panther Blue uh, scored with a minute left, Big forty w. seconds left. Yep, uh, Clint had a good game, good second half. It's awesome. He was asleep the first half. <laughs> Not sure where he went. Steve said, "You know, if you'll wake up, I think we'll be okay." Yeah, and he did. <laughs> <laughs> Need to get that boy some coffee or something. I know it, man. It's like second half. All of a sudden, they just kept trying to run up the middle, and he just was there. Yeah. First half, it was just like, <laughs> you know, like looking behind him, like I'm like, what are you doing, son? But uh, yeah, so tell us about these hogs, man. I will tell you what, you know, this is the first time this year that I that I've been pretty disappointed. Just to be honest, yeah, with you. yeah, for sure. I mean, last week was a tough loss to to an Ole Miss team that I think is really good offensively. Right. You can kind of get over a, a loss like that, or at least I could, because um, we played played fairly well, competitive. Could one one two or play one or two plays could have gone either way and right. changed the ball game. Man, this game, I just felt like we were a better football team, and we didn't win. And so <laughs> yes. when that when that's the case, you you come out feeling disappointed, upset, and just frustrated and. Just sloppy. It was sloppy. Or I'll tell you, man. I, I'm trying. I'm trying to stay positive, John. Right. Trying. I don't. I'm. Browse's play calling is driving me bananas. Me too. I mean, it was just third down play calling. Yeah. Now it's all of it. It is. Uh, and then the other night, the other, yesterday, fourth and three, and we run the quarterback up the middle. Yeah. I, I, With no lead back. No lead back. And I'm just like, I mean. <sighs> Like if it's fourth and one, yeah, sneak it, fine. Right, fourth and three, they're 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 for sure not going to let you go up the middle. That's right. And then you're just leaving your quarterback by himself. Yeah, and then when it was when it was fourth and inches, we went out of the shotgun. Right. Like, I just I don't know, man. It just drives me crazy. But you know, here, here's the positive. You know, we're we're light years ahead of where we oh, were. Oh, absolutely. Two years ago, and you know. We we got to keep that in perspective. Yeah. I mean, even offensively. Yes, I mean yeah. he's he's turned he's turned his program around, and we're going in the right direction. But dead gum, those games that you you feel like you're a better team, you want to yeah. win those. And so, well, I tell you what, Traylon Burks is just special. Uh, man, he's different kind of special. I mean, mm, yeah. man, yeah, he's awesome. So I'll give you some stats on the game. Okay, uh, first downs, Arkansas twenty nine, Auburn twenty. Uh, we were better on third down. We were ten of nineteen. They were four of ten. Um, total yards, we had 460 offensive yards, and they had 427. And Bo Nix played out of his ever-loving mind. Boy, he did. I mean, that's, I told you earlier, that's that's the best he's played since high school. I guess. Yeah. I mean, he, he just, like, and he, he he likes to do that against us. Yeah, he just didn't miss. Mm-hmm. And so, he was 21 of 26 for 292. KJ was 21 of 35 for 228. 
Uh, we ran the ball well. We had 232 yards rushing, held them and one of their one of the best running backs in the yeah. in the league to 135 yards on the ground. So run defense was really good. Um, so that's about all the the stats. I think um, let's see here. Burks had nine catches for 109 yards and two touchdowns. So did you see the news about Catalan? He's out for the year. Yeah, yeah that's tough. Man, that hurts big time. It does. You know, I, I thought, mean, I think that was a big difference maker Saturday. Yeah. I mean, I thought Slusher played well. <laughs> oh, yeah, but, for sure. But you just he's not Jalen Cowell. Right. <laughs> and he shouldn't be expected to be. No. Ooh, it hurts us, though. So, we come into this week, uh, play UAPB for the first time in program history, right? Yeah. So, play in-state um, school. UAPB is uh, struggling a little bit this year. Yeah. I believe they're one Golden and, one and six on the season. Um, you know, I've got – let's see here. Their stats. Skyler Perry, their quarterback, is 75 of 162 for 827 yards on the year. Uh, their leading rusher is Kier Crossley. He's had 59 carries for 252 yards. And their leading receiver is a guy by the name of Josh Wilkes, 19 catches for 300 yards. So Let me tell you, I would give up the second half on TV if they'd play the bands. <laughs> It would be awesome. I mean, that's you know, yeah, that's the big thing about watching UAPB. Is, yeah, I mean, people don't you don't go get popcorn at halftime at their games. <laughs> that's right. You go ahead and get it before you go ahead and get your popcorn and sit down ready to go when the band gets out that's there. Right. We're gonna go about ten minutes before the half right. gets here, so we can so you can be there for the band because it's it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I've watched some. I like to watch some YouTube stuff. You know, stuff like that. You yeah. know that and and uh, they're they're cool, man. Yeah. I mean, and that's swack. They're all that way, right. you know. Southern's always got an awesome band. Yeah. Grambling. Grambling, yeah. right. Yeah. So, Hogs get right, hopefully, this Saturday. And then, you know, um, who we got after UAPB? Uh, we're off, aren't we? Maybe. I think we're off. And then have Bama? Uh, maybe. Yeah. So. Is that right? I think so. It's one of the next couple of games. Right. They're looming on the schedule. Who else do we have? We'll we got see. Mississippi State, got LSU, Missouri. Missouri. Bama, yeah, is that it? We are what four and three, mm-hmm. yeah, seven. So we got five games left. Yeah, that's it. And then UAPB, yeah. yeah. Wow. Right. So, uh, I, I do want to mention my boys over in Cersei. Yeah, the HU Bisons. Yeah, party. let's talk about them Bisons. So you know they go. You know, I went and watched them first game of the season, and they, you you got to remember these guys hadn't played football in two years, right? And so they come out and. Uh, we watched that first game, and they get up 28-0 on, on East Central in the first quarter. But then they kind of struggle offensively just to just to put whole drives together. It's right. obvious that they're more dominant physically, but they just have problems putting drives together, and they, and they finish the game 28-0. Is that right? And then the next week they go to southeastern Oklahoma, and they get beat. And, of course, we're you know, everybody's like, man, that's not a game we lose. Yeah. You know, we lose to OBU sometimes. Sure. And – uh. So we get beat by one, so it's like, well, it's hard to know right now because it's been so long since anybody's played. You know, are, are we not maybe the top one or two? You know, is OBU, how are they? Well, they're they're ranked up there. Right. Now Henderson's up there. They're winning number eight this week. Yeah. Well, a couple of weeks ago, we thumped OBU. Sure they, were, they were up there, mm-hmm. seven or eight. They were eight. Yeah. yeah. We thumped them in, in Cersei, and I watched that one. I was like, wow. I mean, it was domination. Yeah. And so this Saturday we go down there to Henderson State, and I'm like, you know, we're playing at their place. Let me tell you, I've played there several yeah. times. It's hot. 
in that bowl. <laughs> it is. Dude, there's no airflow. That's no. the hottest place I've ever played. And it's a tough environment. Yeah. And uh, they just they put it on them. They did. They did. I think it was 46-21. Uh, they were number eight in the country. Yeah. LBU was still ranked ahead of Harding this week. That's silly. So, be interested to see now what the rankings yeah. look like. Yeah, no doubt. But great job to Paul Simmons and those guys. Absolutely. Keep rolling. Yeah. UCA took a tough loss uh, at home Saturday to Eastern Kentucky. They led majority of the ball game. Ended up getting beat 38-35. to So, a uh, tough one there. They'll be on the road this week at Lamar. And then Arkansas State will play Louisiana at home this Saturday. Yeah, they were off, weren't they? Yeah, they were off. So, obviously, no stats from Junior in Conway Saturday. No, he no. wasn't there. He was at Bowling Green. We've got to get in touch with him. Yeah, we need to. Because I don't know what they've got going on over there. <laughs> I don't either. So, uh, high school? Yeah, let's do it. Hey, okay. let me tell you something. Let me, let me, let me, let me spend a couple minutes here. Something I think is very, very worth talking about. You know, January 20th, this this year, you know, tragedy struck our, our little community. Yeah. We, we uh, one of our football players, Hayden Simpson, he took his life. And it was, I mean, really a crushing blow to our community, to his family. You know, Cooper, your son, uh, the quarterback at Greenbrier, close friends with him. And so you, you've dealt with it from a parent of a, of a player's right. level. Um, me just being affiliated with the program, you know, it, it was uh, it was hard, uh, but it was more hard for me just because of all the people that I knew and cared about that were hurt. that were hurting. Sure, and so uh, you know, I kept up kind of with Mary and Wes, the, the parents mm-hmm. of Hayden, and you know, a lot of times when that happens, parents don't want to talk. Well, obviously, nobody wants to talk about it, right? But they don't, and understandably so. You know, it just tears them apart, and mm-hmm. and the the uh, the Simpsons have actually used this. Mary really took this and was like, "I'm going to use this as a way to reach out," and uh, and she has. Yeah. And Greenbrier School um, has really done a lot of pretty awesome things. Yeah. I talked to uh, to Principal Travis Barentine, high school yeah. principal, Friday night yeah. during halftime. Awesome guy, you know, oh, yeah. and and then he's talking about they've got the the Lifesavers Club mm-hmm. at Harding. I mean Harding at at, at uh, Greenbrier, yeah. And it's 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 a student led deal. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. And where I'm going with this is that Freddie Mark Wilcox, who's a pastor there in in Greenbrier, mm-hmm. who's just kind of a a, a community icon. You yeah. know, everybody knows Freddie Mark. Right. He's he just he's just that guy. You Mr. know, Mr. Greenbrier. That's right. <laughs> Well, he he t- he he decided one day that he wanted to uh, he wanted to have he wanted to do have an event to bring you know bring light to mental health mm-hmm. in our community. Yeah, and so he put this together. And then hearing him talk about last night was awesome because the event was last night, mm-hmm. and uh, and he he talked about the the hardest thing he's had to do since since that day, uh, January twentieth, is to call Mary Simpson and ask her if she'll speak. Yeah. And he talked about how many times he got to the last number and didn't dial it. Sure. And of course, when he calls her, she says, "Hey, I'm in." Yeah. You know, and he was just kind of blown away. But uh, so, so I was contacted about the event and was like, "Hey, would you be willing to to be a part of it and all that?" And I said, "Yeah, I would." I said, "But this is something I think my wife would really want to be a part of." Mm-hmm. It really, it really hit her yeah. when all that happened. Sure. And uh, 
I said, I think what I would like to do is broadcast it on our uh, the, the Greenbrier Public or uh, Greenbrier Panthers Sports Network. Just just do the event. Mm-hmm. And then I said, but Katie would like to be involved as well. And I and I really believe this is something that that the Lord put on our hearts. Right. And uh, and we had the event last night, and it was unbelievable. That's I awesome. mean, you wouldn't believe how many people were there. Yeah. We had shirt. If you had a, a neon shirt on, it mean you were somebody that somebody could come talk to. Yeah. And so we had those, and basically just brought, bringing light to the fact that there's a, so many people that are struggling. It's called, it was called Better Together mm-hmm. Street Fair, and 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 in her 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 uh, statement, I guess you would say, she is that it's okay to not be okay. Right. And there's this stigma going around, and we're trying to change this stigma that you, that it's you're weak if you need help. Sure, but what you know and I know. Because we've dealt with it, uh, you especially on the school side, um, is that our kids are struggling. They are. Our athletes are struggling. Yeah. COVID isolated so many of our kids that it's it's been tough. Yeah, it has. Not to mention that things are just tougher for them than it was when we were younger anyway. So much pressure, man. I know it. I mean, it's just – in in this day and age with with cell phones and social media and and everybody putting their their highlights of their life right on on social media there's this pressure that you you feel like that if you're not doing that that you're not cool or you're not fitting yeah. in and just the pressure on these kids is just it's a, it's immense and and yeah. i just you know to have a couple of teenagers right now going through it it's it's a it's a t- hard time for them it is and i've got one that's it's he's struggling yeah and and um, you know these kids now. There's never a time in their life, every single day, that there's not a chance that their picture will be taken. That's right. Whether they're at somebody's sleepover, yeah. Whether they're doing anything. That's right. You know, we used to like. Well, we would on the weekends. Sometimes we, me and my best friends, we would go and like go out to one of them's to my best friend's place out in the woods, and mm-hmm. we'd fish and hunt all weekend. And I mean, my parents, they'd had to call, they, I mean, they had, to, it was hard for them to get a hold of, sure, us, you yeah. know, so much less somebody snapping a picture yeah, of Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. But anyway, I just want to say that between the mats is here yeah. for people that are hurting, that's are struggling. True. You can get a hold of us. 100%. And, we're, and we want to talk to you. Yeah. And, 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 and if, if you're not close to us, we'll find somebody that is. Absolutely. And, and that's, and that's the biggest thing. The reason we wanted to bring this up is because, this is a platform that, that a lot of college and, and high school kids listen to. And just if, if you don't if you don't feel right or if, yes. you, if something's on your mind, please go talk to somebody. Yeah. And I promise you, no matter what you think and, and, and this this mental illness is a disease that 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 tricks you. Yeah. I promise you, you're not alone. No, not at all. Not at all. Well, thank, thanks for bringing that up, and thanks for doing that. That's that was an awesome thing, and uh, just proud of our community. One hundred percent for getting behind that. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's get into football. All right, now we get to talk about some depressing stuff. <laughs> so, speaking of depression, <laughs> Maddie lost again. No doubt. I'm going to need to talk to you after this. <laughs> I'll get my shirt on. <laughs> so, um, Junk Vegas stretches the lead. We picked two games different last week, and Maddie lost both. Both of them. There so it, here's the deal, though. You didn't do bad. No, you were 19 for 25, and I was 21 for 25. Right. So I'm I'm holding solid with that B average. You are, brother. You're making it hard for me to catch up. <laughs> but uh, leading by four going into this week. Yep, I'm I'm still within striking distance. You are. I'm still within striking distance. You really so. are. Um. So 
We've got a bunch of kids to talk about. Man, we sure do. Start it off for us. All right. So, over in Shiloh Christian, Mr. Cooper Hutchinson had a great game. Two catches for 64 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. And also his teammate, Mr. Eli Wisdom, was 11 of 16 passing for 242 yards, three touchdowns, and also carried the ball eight times for 128 yards and two touchdowns. I always forget to look and see how many people Caden Henley killed. (laughs) No doubt. I mean, that kid, I don't ever want to get hit by no, him. That's he, a dude right there. He's a beast. All right, so over in Cedarville, 3A school, Daryl Kadich, 28 carries, 176 yards, and two touchdowns. Kid's having a heck of a year. He really is. In Charleston, Mr. Brandon Scott, which was one of our players of the week here in the past, uh, had seven carries from for 87 yards and two touchdowns and 115 yards and one touchdown through the air. Over at Hamburg. Hamburg, you know, they've struggled a little this year, but they had put up a bunch of numbers in their their win Friday night. Tracker Whited, Whited it's not Whitehead, but I guess it's Whited. Uh, he 22 carries, 194 yards, two touchdowns, and eight and a half tackles. That's a game. It is. Willis, Willis Robinson. What you talking about, Willis? <laughs> Willis Robinson from Hamburg. Nine carries, 150 yards, one touchdown, and then Braden Davis. He had 95 yards receiving with a touchdown. Very nice. Here's a name that Arkansas fans will grow to love, Mr. Shamar Easter. He's a commit to the Razorbacks from Ashdown. He had five catches for 145 yards and one touchdown. Seems like the last couple weeks they've really got him more involved in their offense because they got some dudes also in the backfield. Absolutely. And, you know, you don't always have your tight end catching balls. Right. But they figured out a way to get him involved. Need to. Yeah, he's special. (laughs) All right, Shadarius Plummer from El Dorado. He ran the ball 12 times for 115 yards and one touchdown. Okay, another one there from El Dorado you missed. Oh, did I? Yep. Oh, oh, I missed Shaman. Uh, yeah. Uh, Shaman Rester, 9 for 20, 140 yards, passing with two touchdowns. And from Greenbrier, Mr. Cooper Wilcox had another great ball game. He was 9 of 11, passing for 196 yards, two touchdowns through the air, and had five carries for 56 yards and one touchdown on the ground. Well, I really just jumped down there, didn't I? It's like I, I just like, – I think I had a stroke. Where'd you go? <laughs> and I missed Coop, too. Uh, all right, uh, Charlie Fizer over at PA, quarterback we've known – we've heard a lot about this year. He was 29 for 45, 433 yards and four touchdowns. That's a night right That's there. That's a night. That's throwing it a bunch. It he had, is. He probably had an eyeset elbow after <laughs> yeah, the game. I bet so. All right, in Cabot, Mr. Braden J, three catches for 99 yards and one touchdown. That's not a bad per catch average. We see him nearly every week. Yes. And also in Cabot, Mr. Mason Bell, seven carries for 92 yards and two touchdowns. That's over 10, buddy. Mm-hmm. Over 10 a carry. All right, so Prairie Grove, Ethan Miller. Had a 67-yard touchdown run and a 65-yard touchdown run. Very nice. So, don't let him break loose because it sounds like he's gone. <laughs> That's right. All right. And Jonesboro, Mr. Rocker Acebo, 10 for 13 for 230 yards and six touchdowns. You you cannot have better numbers than that. <laughs> I mean, he, he had 10 completions and six of them went for touchdowns. Right. That's pretty solid. And also in Jonesboro, Mr. Tyron Ruffin, three catches for 147 yards and three touchdowns. Jonesboro has the most creative parents in names. <laughs> they do have some cool names. <laughs> they do. All right. Uh, Huntsville, Tucker Bradley, 16 carries for 17, 74 yards and a touchdown. And Warren, these boys in Warren are playing some ball this year. Mr. Cedric Calbert, seven carries for 87 yards, two touchdowns. Maddox Lassiter was 9 of 10 passing for 197 yards and three touchdowns. And then Matthew Powell was 
five carries for 73 yards and three touchdowns. You know, if I was down there in Warren and I I was their local business that, that does the player of the game every week, mm-hmm. how do you pick between those three? <laughs> I don't know. My goodness. It'd be tough. All right, Braden Allen over at Lone Oak. He had five completions for 66 yards and a touchdown. Then he carried the ball 18 times for 168 yards and three scores. Man, he's a good-looking kid. He is. He's just a sophomore. And he's a jackrabbit. That's right. And then cross it, Tyreek Jones, 148 yards and two touchdowns passing and 129 yards and two touchdowns rushing. Bladen Fike, a name that we have definitely heard plenty of about this year, is from Fayetteville in a huge win Friday night. Big win. Was 16 for 22 for 218 yards and three touchdowns. Great night throwing the football. And then his teammate on the other side of the ball, uh, Jackson Taylor, two picks, one for a 49-yard touchdown, and then he picked up a fumble and ran 34 yards to set up uh, a touchdown. That's awesome. In Bentonville, Josh Ficklin was at 18 carries for 137 yards, one touchdown, and his teammate Cooper Smith had six catches for 109 yards and a touchdown. Down at Benton. Cameron Harris, five catches, 133 yards, one touchdown. Jack Woolbright from Benton, 72-yard inter- inter- uh, interception return and a 60-yard kickoff return. And then Strand Smith, the quarterback down there, 18 for 31, 234 yards, three touchdowns passing. I did not get Donovan Pearson's numbers, mm-hmm. but I know that he sc- at least scored. Yeah. yeah. Well, Cam Harris has been playing some ball lately. Boy, he re- he's on here every week. Yeah. In Fairview, Brandon Copeland, two touchdown receptions and a 70-yard kickoff return. And then a name that you will probably recognize, this this young man has committed to the Hogs to play baseball, but he's getting it done on the football field as well. Mr. Martavius Thomas from Fairview was 23 of 29 passing for 520 yards and seven touchdowns. Haven't we been seeing him more, though, on the running side? Or has he been throwing the ball? He's been throwing has a bit, yeah. But, I mean, my goodness, that's some numbers. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Uh, Jay Sean Davis, the ball, the human bowling ball down <laughs> at Arkadelphia, uh, he carried the ball 17 times for 183 yards, three touchdowns in the first half. Yeah, not a bad half of football. <laughs> not at all. Oh, Donovan Witten, uh, awesome quarterback down there. We've seen him play tough. Yeah. Tough. Yeah. Seven for 10, 155 yards, two touchdowns. Carried the ball five times for 48 yards and a touchdown. Mr. James Joyner, another Razorback to be at Parkview, 19 carries, 144 yards and two touchdowns. And then also in Parkview, Omarion Robinson, uh, 34-yard pick six. Boogie Carr. Conway, Boogie's a good football player. Yeah, yeah. We've seen him a lot, you know. Uh, 24 carries, 102 yards, seven catches, 52 yards, and a kickoff return for a touchdown. Pretty good night. You bet. And then also Donovan Amalo, uh, sophomore quarterback, he had two rushing touchdowns, including one with 20 seconds left in the game to win it. That's awesome. Over in Bryant, Mr. Matorian Singleton, two touchdown receptions for him. Landon Wright over at Ozark was five for seven for 85 yards and a touchdown passing, and he carried the ball 15 times for 116 yards and two touchdowns. And then Eli Massingale, a name we've seen quite a bit from Ozark, mm-hmm. he carried the ball 15 times for 118 yards and two touchdowns. In Fountain Lake, Stephen Deerman, 29 carries for 171 yards and one touchdown. Uh, Hunter Houston, Greenwood, 23 for 31 
299 yards, throwing the football, three touchdowns. That's awesome. It's a good good, good night. Over in Lake Hamilton, you know what they're going to do at Lake Hamilton. They're going to run <laughs> no the football. Doubt. The old wing tee, isn't it? <laughs> yep. yep. So, Tevin Hughes had 17 carries for 141 yards and two touchdowns. And then Justin Crutchmer, 11 carries for 124 yards and three touchdowns. Over at Star City, talk about a good game here. Mason Taylor carried the ball 13 times. 135 yards and five touchdowns. That's insane. In Sylvan Hills, Mr. Dylan Harris, 18 carries for 118 yards and two touchdowns. And then uh, one of them that I reached out to, uh, just because he's a local guy over at Quitman, I said, hey, it's William Litton. I was like, hey, I, I sent him a message on, on Twitter. I said, hey, send me your stats because yeah. I, usually I see them. Right. And he did, and I'm glad he did because I was blown away. <laughs> Dude carried the ball 11, uh, nine times for 111 yards and two touchdowns. He was 10 for 13 for 186 yards, two touchdowns. Okay, that's offense. Yeah, that's pretty good just that, in itself. Yeah, that's player of the game, player <laughs> of the week, whatever, on offense. But on defense, 14 tackles, three tackles for loss, a sack, and a field goal block. <laughs> what a night for William Litton. Have a day, son. Yeah, I, I messaged him. I said, hey, I said, oh, Cash Hayes. One of your big linemen protecting you back there. I said, I coached him for four years in Pee Wee football. I love, I love him like he's one of my own. Yeah. I'll tell you, that's a good kid. He's like 6'8 right now, 6'9. Really? He's a sophomore. Goodness I coached gracious. him. I mean, he was a, he was a little big kid. <laughs> he, he never was a little big. Right. Right. <laughs> he was good, though. He was one that, you know, you just don't get very many linemen in Pee Wee that really get it. Yeah. They may block for a couple seconds, but you don't see any that, that, that come out and block and stay with their block and. Cash did. He was one of them. And I'm telling you, he's got so much potential. I just wish he was wearing blue. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Me too. So, hey, uh, let's do our players of the week. Or do we do that at the end? Yeah, let's do it at the end. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's get into our top tens for this week. I'll start with 2A. Last week we had Bigelow, Gurdon, McCrory, Clarendon, Desark, Fordyce, Hazen, Quitman, Hector, and Poen had a little bit of shakeup this week, but uh, Bigelow stays at number one. They're seven and zero in the season and continue to roll. They beat uh, J.C. Westside fifty-one to eighteen. Got a big game this week against Quitman. That is a big one. Yeah, number two, McCrory, seven and one on the season, beat Cross County forty-six to thirteen. I have them as off this week. Do you have them? I do. Okay. I do. Yep. Number three, Desark. Desark won at Carlisle, thirty-eight to sixteen, and we'll play Mark Tree this this week. And then number four, we've got Fordyce, the Red Bugs. They lost. They went up and played uh, two classifications. Played Dardanelle, played them a good ball game, forty-five to thirty-five. But um, going up two classifications is tough. And then at number five, we've got Hazen. They're four and two on the season. Big win um, for Hazen last week as they Huge. knocked off Claren in twenty-two to twenty. And Hazen will play England this week. Number six, Clarendon. Uh, we just talked about them. Took a tough loss by two to Hazen. They're, they've got Carlisle this week. And number seven, Quitman, the Bulldogs, five and two on the year, four and zero oh in conference. They beat Magazine forty-one to zero, and they're at Bigelow. Number eight, we got the Garden Go Devils. Took a tough loss last week to Magnet Cove, sixteen to thirteen, and they're at Poen this week. Number nine, Hector. They won at Mountainburg 20-8, and they're at uh, home against J.C. Westside. And then number 10, we bring Magnet Cove back into the top 10 as they beat Gurdon 16-13. to 13. That, that Magnet Cove, I, I, I just almost give up on them. <laughs> I know it. Then they come out and beat Gurdon. Yeah. And then Mount Ida, who I'd also give up because they got 
beat pretty bad a yeah. couple weeks ago. They beat Poen. Yeah. It's crazy. It is crazy. Darn two A schools. <laughs> y'all y'all know better than to do me like that. All right, let's go to three A. The Curly Wolves of Prescott. They keep rolling. Uh we had them at number one. Boonville was two. Uh Prescott beat Genoa 52-13, and then Boonville beat Baptist Prep 61-21, a Baptist Prep team that's not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, number three, Harding Academy had them off this this last week. McGee was number four. They beat Ryzen 57-14. Osceola 5 beat Harrisburg 53-0. Well, some big big numbers, you know. Yeah. Paris, uh, they were six. They beat Atkins 42-6. to six. Sorry, touchdown, Sims. <laughs> uh, number seven, Charleston beat Hackett 58-22. Shocker here. Number eight, center point, lost to Jesseville, 28-27. Yeah. I still don't know what's going on with loss in the quarterback. Right. Uh, I don't know if he, you know, he got hurt. Sure. He took a hit at Prescott. Uh, Prescott. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'd love to know. Yeah. I really would. Sure. Because uh, he's special. <laughs> a good quarterback. Yeah. Number nine, Glenn Rose, beat Falk, 48-7. And then Hoxie, we had them at 10, and they beat Piggott, 46-0. So, these 3A teams, they just keep on rolling. They do. Uh, so, this week, we got Prescott still at number one. They, they're playing at home against Bismarck. Number two, Boonville. They're going to Atkins. Three, Harding Academy will play home against Melbourne. Number four, McGee. They'll travel down to Barton. Osceola, number five, will go the other direction to Walnut Ridge. Number six, Paris, they'll play at home against Perryville. Number seven, Charleston plays Lincoln. Number eight, Glen Rose goes to Centerpoint. Big game this That'd week right there. That'd be a right good there. ball game, yeah. Uh, number nine, Hoxie, they're going to a Manila team that may be a little overlooked right yeah, now. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I actually considered bringing them up into the top ten. Yeah, I did, too. And then number ten, Centerpoint, we kept them there. Just not sure what's going on there right now. I know that, you know, Two weeks ago, they were they were drumming Prescott, yeah, and and then and then things kind of changed. Right. Um, I think it might have been when when Lawson got hurt. Sure. So don't know what's going on there, but they play like I said, Glen Rose this yeah. week. And you know they lost they lost by one to Jesseville, a Jesseville team that, from what I understand, got a lot of players back from injury, right? And should be better this. Yeah, this yeah. Last. They they didn't get beat by nobody right. for sure. All right, four A we go. Last week we had Shiloh number one. They uh, won at Gentry forty eight to twenty. Number two Robinson. They won at Malvern thirty five to six. Number three Warren. Warren beat Dewitt sixty three to seven. Number four Arkadelphia. They won at uh, who did they? <laughs> Harmony Grove. Haskell Harmony Grove forty two to nineteen. Stumped myself there. Yeah. Number five Ashdown. Ashdown beat. Um, Nashville twenty six to twenty one, number six Stuttgart. Stuttgart took care of Clinton forty three to fourteen, number seven Crossit. Crossit won at Monticello fifty one to fourteen. That's an impressive win. That's there. a big win. Yeah, number eight Prairie Grove. Prairie Grove won at Huntsville thirty two to six. Number nine Rivercrest uh, beat Highland forty two to twenty eight. And number ten Pocahontas. So this week we kept Shiloh at number one. They uh, they play home against Elkins. Number two, UJTR. Yep. Robinson is number two, and they'll play at home against Boxite. Okay. Number three, Warren will play at home against Monticello. I was, uh, I was, the uh, reason I got tickled a while ago when you said that is because I, right when you st- were getting stumbled up there a little bit, and I, I wasn't laughing at you. I looked up and I looked at, I said, Warren playing at Warren. <laughs> I was like, I'm glad Maddie's doing this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number four, we've got Arkadelphia. They've got a big showdown in the 7-4-A. Yeah, sure. 
as they play at Ashdown this week. So that'll be a great ball game that'll determine some seating in the 7-4A. Number five, we've got Stuttgart this week at five. They beat, uh, I said they beat Clinton 43-14. They're at Mills this Friday. Number six, Crossit is at home against Hamburg. Number seven, Ashdown playing Arkadelphia. Number eight, Prairie Grove will play at home against Gentry. That'll be a good ball game. Yes, it will be. Number nine, Rivercrest will play at home against Gosnell. And number ten, the Hillbillies of Ozark jump back into the top ten uh, as they beat – who did they beat last week? They beat week? Mina 47-8. 47-8, and they're at Pottsville this week. Yeah, and I just want to say right after that is about three or four teams. It's hard to pick it because yeah. I'm going to tell you, you look at – so, <laughs> Lone Oak – Big win over Mills. Yep. Both of them were ranked. Right. Lonock loses one game yeah. to a Southside team. In overtime. In overtime to a Southside team who played Stuttgart within like three yeah. points. Yeah. So it's like, well, that doesn't mean Lonox shouldn't be there. And so you're like, well, but Southside got beat by Pocahontas. <laughs> but Ozark <laughs> lost to Boonville and Charleston. Right. What do you do? Yeah. I mean, that, and that's why we've always loved 4A because yes. there's so many good teams. And playoffs, right. the playoffs are just awesome. Man. Yeah. So, just because you're not in that top ten, yes. you might be. That's right. Yeah. All right. So, we go to 5A. Yep. I know. I never do 5A. I never do 2A. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, we started last week. Uh, we had uh, PA at number one. No shocker there. Whitehall number two. Kept them there after, you know, they played a good half with them. Yeah. PA is just tough. Uh, number three, Camden Fairview, four, Greenbrier, Bologna, five, Christian at six, Wynn, seven, Maumelle, eight, Nettleton, nine, and Harrison, ten. So, Pulaski Academy beat Maumelle, 42 to 14. Whitehall beat Watson Chapel, 42 to 14. Camden Fairview beat the Queen, 63 to three. Now I can we see know it. about that seven touchdown. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, now I can see why it's more so Martavius, yeah. Uh, number four, Greenbrier beat P Ridge 49 to 12. I believe, is it 49 47, 42 to 0 at half? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Valonia beat Harrison 28 14. That was closer than I expected. Uh, Little Rock Christian, they were off. Win beat Batesville 31 0. That's, that's a pretty good statement win by yeah. win right there. Yeah. Uh, Maumel, they lost to PA, as we mentioned. Nettleton beat Green County Tech 54 to 7. Harrison lost to Valonia, as we mentioned, 28 14. Uh, just a couple other scores I want to mention. Magnolia beat Hot Springs 45-0. I saw that. That Magnolia team is going yep, the right direction. They are. They sure are. Valley View beat Brooklyn 28-0. And, and then Farmington beat Clarksville 39-0. Right. Yeah, that's a big win. It is. Huge win. So, that gets us to this week. We do have Pulaski Academy at number one playing their rival. I guess that's the rival. Oh, yeah. I would say so. Yeah. Little Rock Christian yeah. at Pulaski Academy. Whitehall, they're playing Maumelle at home. They're number two. Camden Fairview, number three. They're playing at Hope. Number four, Greenbrier is going to be at home this week against a good Farmington team. Yeah. Number five, Valonia. They play Alma at home. Uh, we mentioned Little Rock Christian already. They're number six. They go to PA. Number seven, Wynn, plays home against Paragould. Number eight, Nettleton. They're at Four City. Farmington making their place in the top ten at number nine. Goes to Greenbrier. And then number 10, Maumelle at Whitehall. And Maumelle might be the best three-win team in the state of Arkansas. <laughs> I guarantee you they are. I mean, you look you look at some of these games this week in 5A, and it's 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 right now it's getting down to, yes. you know, conference seedings, and, and some of these big games are really going to shape how the how these matchups and state playoffs yeah. shake out. So, And, and you look at Maumelle. 
they've got close losses to Robinson, Bologna, yeah, Christian, yeah. I mean, PA, they it wasn't close, but right. they beat. But and then who they got this week? Whitehall, yeah. <laughs> they've just gone through the gauntlet. They have. There's no doubt. All right, so six A we go. Last week we had Lake Hamilton number one. They won at Cylon forty-two to seven. Jonesboro was number two. They beat West Memphis forty to zero. Number three, El Dorado took care of Marion thirty-six to seven. Number four, Benton. The Panthers playing well right now. They went up to Mount Home and won fifty-two to twenty-three. Number five, Parkview beat Van Buren thirty-three to three. Number six, Greenwood, the Bulldogs, impressive win here, going to Russellville thirty-five to seven. Number seven, we had Russellville last week. We just talked about them getting a beat at home by Greenwood. Number eight, Sylvan Hills beat Sheridan 28-6. to six. The Bears are playing good football right they now. They are. They are. Undefeated in conference. And I think that Greenwood team's probably playing a lot better yeah. than they were. Yeah, I think they got a couple kids back, yeah. and it's made a big difference. Number nine, Marion. Uh, Marion lost at El Dorado 36-7. to seven. And number 10, Cersei won at Pine Bluff 61 to 28. So a lot this, of points over there. This week, number one, Lake Hamilton uh, stays at number one undefeated on the season. They're the only undefeated team in 6A. They're at Van Buren this week. Jonesboro is at Cersei. El Dorado, number three, at Sylvan Hills. Number four, Benton is at home against Greenwood, and that'll be a heck of a ball Huge game. game. Number five, Parkview is at home against Russellville. Number six, Greenwood goes to Benton. Seven, Sylvan Hills is at home against El Dorado. And that's going to be a, a, probably determine the winner of that conference. Yep. Uh, well, you still got Jonesboro. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep, Jonesboro's still in there too. Number eight, we got Russellville, and they're at Parkview. Number nine, Marion is at home against Pine Bluff. And number 10, Cersei is at home against Jonesboro. I will say this, though, in terms of seating, because uh, Jonesboro probably has that number one. Wrapped up. Have they played Sylvan yet? I don't think so. Okay, but, uh, you know, they, they come back and beat Eldorado in a close one. So, this, you know, depending on what happens with Jonesboro and Sylvan, yeah. this this right here could be important for seating goes. For sure. Uh, can you believe there's not a bad game in this deal? No. not a They're one. all big games. <laughs> I know it. All right, so that gets us, what, to seven? Yep. Woo, 7A, the big boys. Yes, sir. The big stage. All right, so – no shocker for the last 10 years, Bryant's been number one. No, no but at least the last few, you know, uh, definitely this year, Bryant's been number one. Uh, Conway, they, they've they been at two now. Uh, we moved them up last week after that huge win over, over Cabot. Yep. North Little Rock, they were at three. Uh, Fayetteville, four. Bentonville, five. Cabot, six. Northside, seven. Rogers, eight. Bentonville, west, nine. And Harbor, ten. So, Bryant beat Southwest 48-7. to seven. Conway beat Northside in a close one Boy. at the last in the last minute. Yeah. 23-21. North Little Rock beat Catholic 42 to 7. Fayetteville beat Bentonville 42 to 34 in a great game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I I I didn't you told me that they won because I'd already kind of resigned to Bentonville winning that right. game. Yeah, I think Bentonville led most of the game. They did. Uh then number 5 Bentonville, you know, they lost Fayetteville. 6 Cabot beat Central 41-7. Number seven, Northside, lost that one to Conway by two. Rogers, number eight, beat Springdale. 37-21, Bentonville West beat Harbor 46-45. That was one that Harbor was up the entire game. Yeah. And I guess close to the end there. Was it overtime? I don't think it was overtime. No, I don't yeah. think so. Uh, and then 10, Harbor, of course, they lost by one. 
So this week, number one, Bryant goes to Cabot. Number two, Conway. They stay there after that close, you know, they, they pulled it off. Yeah. Uh, the they, that's right. They stay home. They're going to be home against Central this week. Number three, North Little Rock. They are at home against Northside. Might be a great one. I think it will. Number four, Fayetteville. They're going to Springdale. Number five, Bentonville at Rogers. Northside, as we mentioned, at, uh, Playing Little Rock at North or North Little Rock at North Little Rock, they are now number six in our poll. Mm-hmm. Uh, number seven, Cabot, Cabot at home versus Bryant. Number eight, Rogers on the or at home versus Bentonville. Number nine, West at home against Heritage, and then Harbor at number ten goes to Southside. Just a, a little note here that that Fayetteville Bentonville game that was that ended the thirty five game conference winning streak by Bentonville. Yeah. So, Has Jody been there the whole time? The whole time Jody Grant? Uh, I'm not sure about that. Been there a lot of them. Yeah, I bet he has. Um, that Northside team, I'm tell you, they're tough, man. You know they they beat Greenwood mm-hmm. after they beat Southside, which that Southside deal that's a pretty big rivalry. rivalry. They took care of business, yep. but then they go play Bryant first official, you know, week or conference week one, right. and it. Ain't a blowout. No, I mean it's close one, really close at half, and then Brian ends up beating them what thirty five seventeen. It's like seventeen or eighteen points. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. And then here we go. They play the number two team within two and had them beat yeah. until they make a play at the end of the game. That's right. So they're, they're gaining respect. And they I'm are. gonna tell you right now is not the time to be playing them. Uh, North Little Rock team who has continued to play well. Yeah, uh, they just keep on winning. That's right. And, and and so this could be a big one. It could be. All right, so I guess that gets us to our picks, picks of the week. And so, man, there are some good football to be watched this Friday night. And last week was was tough to find really good games. Yeah, it was. This week, and there I, you go. And I really think, you know, week 8, 9, and 10, the last three weeks of this season, are, are when you're going to find some of your best matchups. Oh, absolutely. Not not just because you got playoff implications, but because usually the rivalry games and when stuff they start happening. Are, are towards the end of the That's season. That's right. All right, so number one, Russellville goes to Parkview. I've got Parkview by 10. I got them by 10 also. Number two, Bryant goes to Cabot. I've got Bryant by 21. I got Bryant by 24. Northside goes to North Little Rock, game we just talked about. I think this one's going to come down to who takes care of the ball. I've got Northside by six. I picked North Little Rock. Did you? By three. Nice. But I tell you what. It's going to be a good ball game. And the longer we talk about it, the less (laughs) I feel good about it. All right, number four, Jonesboro goes to Searcy, another game that will have some seeding implications in the east. I've got Jonesboro by 13. I got him by 14. Uh, let me say, though, Coach Clark has really got him growing. He does. That offense is putting up some numbers. It is. You said 13, right? Yeah. Okay. El Dorado, number five, El Dorado at Sylvan Hills. Man, this is a tough one for me. I just think that El Dorado's offense is going to be a little too much for Sylvan. I've got El Dorado by seven. I got him by 10. Okay. Number six, Greenwood on the road at Benton. I'm going to go with the Panthers in this one by six. I got the Panthers by eight. Nice. Number seven, Little Rock Christian at PA. I'm going PA by 17. I got PA by 29. Okay. Number eight, Maumel at Whitehall. Unfortunately, I don't think Maumel uh, gets it going this week. I've got Whitehall by 10. I got Whitehall by 12. Number nine, Valley View at Green County Tech. I got Valley View by seven. I got Valley View by four. Number 10, Farmington comes to Greenbrier. I've got the Panthers by 14. I do too. 
Nice. 14. Number 11, this is a uh, this is old 5A West rivalry here. Boy, it is. Used to be for some, uh, usually a conference championship. That's right, that's right. Last few years. Moralton goes to Harrison, and I've got the Goblins by three. I got Harrison by eight. I tell you what, though, it's 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 a game. Harrison has had some players out. Yeah. Really hurt them. They sure have. And Moralton has playing much better. Yeah, they are. No doubt. It'll be a good ball game. Mm-hmm. Number 12, Stuttgart goes to Mills. I've got Stuttgart by 17. I got Stuttgart by 16. We're starting to think way too much alike. <laughs> it makes it really hard for me to catch that. up. <laughs> right. <laughs> Number 13, Arkadelphia goes down to Ashdown. I've got the Badgers in this one by 10. I got the Badgers by 16. Okay. Number 14, Carlisle at Clarendon. I've got Clarendon by 21. I got them by 12. Okay. Number 15, Malvern at Fountain Lake. I think this will be a dandy of a ball game here. I'm going to go with the home team and the senior-laden team. I'm going Fountain Lake by three. Are you really? I am. I'm going with Fountain Lake by four. Are you really? Yes. I didn't think there's any way you'd pick that. <laughs> Number 16, Melbourne at Harding Academy. A Melbourne team that is scrappy and yeah, play, they're good. played well this year. But I've got uh, the Wildcats by 16. I got them by 18. Number 17, Monticello at Warren. I've got Warren by 17. I got Warren by 12. Number 18, Perryville at Paris. I think this will be a pretty good ball I game. I do, too. I think if Paris can control the line of scrimmage, they'll keep it close. But I've got uh, – I'm sorry, if Perryville can right, control right. the line of scrimmage, they'll keep it close. But I've got Paris by six. I got Paris by six. <laughs> this is scary. It is. Number 19, Glenn Rose at center point. Man, I really wish I knew what was going on I with the quarterback. Too. But I'm going with Glenn Rose in this one by six. I got Glenn Rose by eight. No. I, th- I think uh, – I'm not sure Glenn Rose couldn't beat it win anyway. They're, I think they're that good. Yeah. Not that center point's down. I think that Glenn Rose is that good. Sure. But especially not knowing the quarterback situation. Sure. All right, number 20. This will be a fun ball game here. Equipment at Bigelow. Both teams undefeated in conference play. Yep. I've got Bigelow by eight. Well, let me tell you, I, and I hate to do this because I, I like I – like, uh, Coach Bar so much, yeah. and I, I like you know I'm, I'm pulling for him. Sure. I just I hate to be biased, <laughs> but I'm pulling for him. Okay, but right. I, I do have Bigelow by six. Okay, number twenty one, Garden at Poen. I've got the Go Devils by thirteen. I got the Go Devils by eight. Okay, Hoxie at a very good Manila team, and like Junk said earlier, maybe flying under the radar a little bit, but I've got Hoxie in this one by seven. I got Hoxie by seven. Jeez. You're going to stop looking at my notes. <laughs> no, <it's right. laughs> Number 23, Elkins at Shallow Christian. I've got Shallow by 24. <laughs> Come on. I do. Look, <laughs> oh, I promise you, 24. This is killing me. Oh. Number 24, Gentry at Prairie Grove. Good bit, Going to be a good ball game here. I'm going to go with the home team and Prairie Grove by three. All right. Here's your chance. I picked the upset. Did you? I picked Gentry by three. Okay. That is only the second game that we've played. I know. All right, number 25, Watson Chapel at BB, a BB team that is playing well, a lot better this year. They are. Uh, put it on Jacksonville last week. Watson Chapel's down. I'm going with the Badgers in this one by seven. I picked them by six. All right, so two ball games That's again. It. That's crazy. You can't catch me. No, I can't this week. Uh, <laughs> That's good stuff, man. I uh, love it. All right, so now yes. let's get to our – between the mats, players of the week. So give it to us, Junk. All right. You want me to just do it all? Mm-hmm. All right. 
the between the match player. I love this. Yeah. I just want to say I love it, and I love seeing these kids in their shirts. Yeah. I appreciate you guys for sending us pictures of you in your shirt. Please continue to do that. It's been awesome. Yeah, like it, it just makes me feel good. Absolutely, and and it makes me feel good that you guys are liking it. And a shout out to Bleacher Bling. And oh, for sure, American Safeguard for sponsoring the yeah. shirts. Yeah. So they're they're our sponsors. Yeah. And uh, we appreciate all that they've done. I have been wearing LaDonna out over there at Bleacher Bling. <laughs> I've had so much stuff coming up. She was doing shirts for that deal last night. Right. You know, I had her do some shirts for me for GPSN and yeah. hats. And then for, I had her, I gave her a bunch of shirts for me to do for work. <laughs> I mean, I've been wearing her out. But they're so good to us. But so, yeah, especially if you're in, the, in our area, yeah. check them out. And also, shop them online. That's right. All right. So this week, you want to go two or f- seven first? Go seven first. All right. 7A player of the week this week is Jackson Taylor from Fayetteville, the defensive machine. That's right. Two picks, one for 49 yards, touchdown, and a f- uh, fumble for 35 yards to set up a touchdown. Number er, At 6A, from Greenwood, quarterback Hunter Houston, 23 for 31, 299 yards and three touchdowns. Great ball game. Great ball game. Hard to hard to not pick this one at 5A, right? <laughs> right. You know, and there were some good ones at 5A. There were, yeah. But you're just like, mm. at Fairview, Martavius Thomas, you threw for seven touchdowns and 520 yards and was 23 for 29. What a game. What an awesome performance. Yes. So, while you're up there playing baseball, if you want to go over there and maybe try for the football team right. too. Yeah. Uh, so, congratulations on being that. Uh, the player of the week for 5A number and 4A. No shocker here. Uh, Shallow Christians, Eli Wisdom, 11 for 16, 242 yards, three touchdowns passing, eight carries, 128 yards, and two touchdowns running the ball. Man, uh, he, he gets it done every week. It's every week. I mean, it was just a matter of time That's of, right. of when we were going to give him And one. we've been talking about yeah. that, that, you know, when's it going to happen? It's, and it's just like Riker Acebo, yeah. you know, in 6A. He's one of those that you could almost give it to him every week. Sure. And, and in 5A, another one is is, is Austin Myers and yeah. Cooper Wilcox, yeah. both of those guys. Uh, 3A, Daryl Kadich at Cedarville. Great season you're having. 28 carries, 176 yards, two touchdowns. You are our 3A player of the week. And then 2A. Your boy. (laughs) Biased or not, he won it. He deserved it. He deserved it. And so this is number two for him. Yeah. William Litton from Quitman. Nine carries, 111 yards, two touchdowns. 10 for 13, 186 yards, two touchdowns. 14 tackles, three tackles for loss, one sack. And a field goal block. What an amazing game. It really is. Congratulations awesome to all those guys. And and not just our players of the week, but for all those kids that had outstanding games last Friday. Hey, I'll just tell you this. Weather's starting to change. It's starting to feel like football. Mm-hmm. You've only got three weeks left of regular season. So yes. get out and support these kids. Yes. It's, it's so, it feels so good to be able to have a normal Friday night. And if you haven't had a chance to get out and watch some – Go support. Yes. So, you know, this time of year, you know, I'm a deer hunter. Right. This time of year, I start getting the chill. <laughs> my neck, my neck starts getting stiff. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> going in rut. I, yeah, I don't. I, You're like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> what, what is we, deer hunters about? would know that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but man, awesome, awesome week this week. I mean, so many good things to talk about. The players are just playing awesome. Yeah. So many great games. The the. The better together stuff, yeah. Just, you know, again, if if we can help you guys, just let us know. We we want to help anybody. If 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 one person's affected because of something we're doing, sure, it makes everything we're doing work. That's exactly right. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and again, thanks to the coaches and players for sending your pictures in. 
and uh, we'll check y'all next week. Later on. You've been listening to Between the Mats, your year-round source for Arkansas high school sports with Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, produced by Carl Spears. And special thanks to our sponsor, American Safeguard Insurance. I'm JB Brazil. Be sure to join us next week for another episode of Between the Mats.